few weeks ago, I had the pleasure of attending an event with a pro Go player. It was the first time I've ever, um, well, played a game with a pro, for sure. I had at least met a pro once other time, one other time before. Um, but that was pretty brief. I didn't really even exchange any words. But the pro I'm talking about is a Japanese pro named Kenro Osawa. And he had an event in L.A. Um, it's, it's been about, it's been a, over a month since the event. But he had a, a, an event where people could come and, and we would do various things like uh, play a simultaneous game with him, which was incredibly fun. Um, and I just thought I'd go over some of the stuff that happened during that uh, event. But first, this is a podcast called Starpoint, where I try to talk about Go-related stuff. I think I will talk a lot about the theme of improvement in Go. I think that'll definitely be a central theme of this podcast. But anything uh, that comes to mind for me when it comes to Go, I'll talk about. And typically, or especially things that don't require someone to have a Go board right in front of them to understand. So back to this event. It was hosted by the Santa Monica Go Club in Los Angeles. And it was this particular professional, Kenro Osawa. Uh, it was his first time in the States. And so he, you know, he wasn't fluent in English. So he did a, he did an introduction in English, uh, but that was the extent of his knowledge. Um, and from there on out, he had an interpreter to explain what he was saying to the rest of us. Um, and, so to, to get to the um, simultaneous game that I got to play with him, uh, he just kind of went around. There was like 20 or so people um, that he was playing against, and he would ask each of them what their rank were. Well, we had name tags where we would um, write down our ranks. So I, I think I put 4Q on my, on my tag, and he looked at the 4Q thing and said, okay, you can put down six stones. So I put down six stones, and we started the game, and he would, you know, he would spend a few seconds at each table, and then put play a move. Uh, sometimes when he saw that there was a, uh, a logical sequence, an obvious sequence, he would stick around and just play out the sequence with the other player. Um, but overall, he would just kind of dart from table to table. But what was really impressive was that uh, he gave everyone a mini review, like of like five five minute review afterwards um because he remember basically he remembered all the sequences from all the 20 games that he was playing that was cool um and of course when he's reviewing the game he had his translator next to him and she was trying to describe all the different um terms he was using but what was actually quite fascinating to me because something that we always say is that go is a language we even call it hand talk and I, re I really think that analogy is a strong one um i've always thought of 
uh, go as a language. And it really, that analogy came to life uh, with this experience because what happened was he would explain certain concepts on the board to me, like, oh, you should Atari this way, and you can't Atari this way because if they if black plays here and white plays here, then there's a ladder that's in black's favor, etc., etc. And he would try to explain these to me, and the translator was doing a great job of explaining what he was saying, but at a certain point she got lost, and it was me and the pro understanding what he was trying to say to me without the need for the translator where the translator's really just trying to explain some words um i don't know how strong she was in terms of playing the game but i imagine like even if she was a strong player it's hard for her to um translate and also read the board at the same time so what was crazy was that she's there to help bridge the gap and as an English and Japanese speaker. But the more, the deeper he got into the concepts when he was uh, uh, explaining the game in the review, the more she got lost and the more we connected over the concepts that are on the board. He would kind of gesture out a certain sequence and I would understand totally, like right away, like, oh, I see. Like, I can't do that because... Um, that'll that'll be death for white or such and such and um even like smaller gestures he would he would say something like oh you why, why didn't you block here right and i would be like oh yeah you're right i should have blocked there i immediately saw what he was trying to say whereas the translator all she knows is that he's saying something about blocking something and that's that's like you know she can she can fill in those words for me but I didn't actually need that. Like, I, I know what he's trying to say just by the way he's putting the stones on the board where he's pointing at, the area he's pointing at, the expression he has on his face, right? Um, and it, it's really interesting because there's no need for words at a certain point. Um, I was lucky enough to grab a spot with him uh, on a uh, smaller correspondence level where he would, oh, it's not correspondence. I'm mixing up correspondence with um, simultaneous. Um, so after the event, there was uh, some time reserved for people who paid a little extra um, for a pri more private lesson with him. And so I, you know, I jumped at that chance because I, um, I was originally going to spend some money on lunch, uh, the the lunch that was provided that day, but I was a little too late in registration, so I I didn't even get to. Um, I didn't, they, they had ordered lunch, they had ordered the catering already. So I was like, they cut off some of the money from, they've cut off the fee from my admission. So I was like, oh, I've, I was going to spend money on lunch anyway. So it's like, might as well spend it on the, um, the extra time, um, for, for the private le lesson. And, um, it was like $20, uh, for like, uh, a more private kind of situation with him so it was like four or five people or something like that and he played a simultaneous game with like the four or five the small group of four or five of us and this time he didn't just tell us which um handicap to take he told he asked us would if we'd rather have a handicap game or an even game and i i just like even games because it just feels like that's what it's supposed to be 
And I wanted to know, I wanted to learn like what to do in an even game rather than what to do in a handicap game. Mm, I'm not a huge fan of handicap games. I mean, they're okay. I don't mind them, but it feels kind of weird to me. Like the situation's a little different. It feels a little off, but that's, you know, I'll take it when I can, right? Um, the, so I asked for an even game and not, not to think that I, I have any chance, right? Um, he, he, you know, he beat me in the handicap game <laughs> of six stones already. So it's like, I don't need to even think about that, but I just wanted to know like what the flow of the stones should be. Right. Um, and I, um, we played, we didn't play like the full game all the way to the end. We played a good amount that we cover like most of the board. But that was um, that was a really good experience. And then he he had a review with me uh, on that afterwards, um, and answered a question of mine that I had, uh, where th there was another like moment of like where he just explains the moves by playing them out on the board, uh, and then you know he doesn't even need to really say much, just whatever's on the board speaks for itself kind of thing, which is super cool. Um, yeah, and the uh, the other events. That day were a bunch of fun ones, like um, just some uh, some nine by nine games. Uh, he taught us how to play Music Go, which was pretty cool too. It was I, I did not know what Music Go was before this, but he had this like um, song play. Uh, I guess it was like from it's some like famous Japanese show, um, and it has it's like in the credits or something. I wish I kind of I wish I knew the name. I forgot that the name, but he played this song, and then the song had this very interesting characteristic where after every few, after every couple measures, it would have this like beat, like tok, right? It was like dun 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 something like that, right? And then he would he asked us like to play a move at that sound, like on that sound, so. It's kind of like a blitz game almost, a rhythmic blitz game kind of thing. And uh, uh, what else did we do? We also played like um, group sign. How, how do you explain this? This is like, so we split up the room into like three large groups and then put down three boards and he played simultaneous games with each of the boards where each of us were like rotating to play moves. So each of the groups were lined up behind each board and play a move, move to the back of the line, play a move, move to the back of the line while he's playing against three boards. And that was fun. Uh, we were kind of like our group was very worried about our situation. At the end of the game, he told us that we won. I mean, we did take handicap, I think, to start. But he told us that we won the game. So we were kind of like, well, did we really? And we we're kind of surprised. But... Overall, it was a really great experience, um, and yeah, I would I would definitely do it again if he's. I think he was saying that he was planning on uh, visiting again. So if you're in the, I don't know if what where he plans on going. If he plans on making it a normal thing in L.A., but if you're in that area, maybe next year, 2024, he'll come back, and you'll have a chance to register and play uh, some go with a professional. Um. So yeah, um, in other news, not news, but 
uh, regarding my personal go journey and to speak to where I'm currently at, I'm a little bit on a hiatus. I'm kind of taking a step back from the game a little bit um, after playing pretty regularly. I've been spending a little more time doing some reading problems, right? Some, some life and death stuff and not playing as many games. Uh, I do intend to go back into it, but I just want to let myself breathe a little bit and just kind of, yeah, just, just kind of focus on, um, reading and just, just studying a little bit before going back into kind of the grind of, of playing games. Um, and just think about like what I want to do, like what I want to do to improve, whether it's like, do I want to play, continue playing fast games like I've been doing where it's like five minutes main time, 30 second Bioyomi um, on Fox, or do I want to take it slowly? Do I want to focus a little more on my slow games and how often am I going to be playing them kind of thing? And so, yeah. Um, oh, actually more appropriate, um, follow-up to in other news is the news of the first okay scratch that not first the eighth <laughs> way off that was a little bit bit of a brain fart there the eighth north american pro michael chen otherwise um online commonly known as z chen has become the professional for 2023 and apparently, the uh, they're going to be holding pro qualifiers every year um, from this point on. That's, that's what I heard in the rumor mill. Because before uh, the AGA didn't, like, I don't know, I don't remember when, like the the NA Go Federation formed a few years ago, and up until then, we'd the the AGA had thought. We're too weak to have a pro every year. We're, there's not enough strong players to be pumping out pros every year. And maybe the situation's changed. Maybe there's more players now. Um, or maybe there's other reasons. But for whatever reason it is, they're uh, planning on having a pro qualification every year. This time it was... I wasn't sure. I wasn't able to get an answer to the, the question of like whether every year it'll be held in the San Francisco Go Club. Which I have had the pleasure of visiting. It's a really great... You know, I had never seen that many go boards before, but then again, I hadn't been to a bigger tournament at that point. Um, but that's a really exciting because um, I think, regardless of whether our pool of professionals is strong enough to compete overseas, I feel like we still, you know, we need more professionals. Um, I don't know how to put it, but like. It's it's just good. Like I feel like we should focus on our in-house um, pro scene rather than trying to compare it too much to the pro scenes in Asia. And like, if you're champion of North America, that's that's a big accomplishment. Like, whether you're you know if, even if you're not going to be a very strong pro in Korea or Japan or China, like. We should have our own like celebration for uh, people who exceed our, um, you know, the 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 like the kind of average strong player, quote unquote, 
uh, skill level. So I think it's a really good thing. Congrats to Chen for becoming a pro. Um, been watching him for a while, just kind of streaming randomly uh, on Twitch. Um, and he's he's always got uh, really insightful things to say about the game. If you don't know, uh, he's it, there's a documentary called The Surrounding Game. It's a fantastic. It's like a must watch for every Go player um, in North America, I think. Um, that that documentary features him. He he kind of he's not like a um, main character in that documentary. He's like a supporting role kind of thing because the doc documentary kind of centers around um, like Andy Liu's like rise to the top as the first. American professional and Michael Chan's kind of off to the side providing lots of like little wisdoms um and he's been around like he's been around the ghost scene for a long time and he's just a super he, he, he clean sweeps them he went nine wins out of nine nine games um at this pro qualification he wasn't able to participate before because of his uh, citizenship situation. I don't think he was an American citizen quite yet. Uh, and so it's, and he, he acquired a citizenship and now he was able to compete in this uh, pro qualification. He qualified with flying colors. And I, I would love to see this guy play against the current pros like Ryan leave. That would be great. Um, and see how he performs overseas as well. So that's really exciting. I hope we get more streams out of him too. Um, and I hope it doesn't take, you know, take away that, that part of, um, what he's been doing in the go world, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really exciting. I think, um, and, and the production quality of this year's pro qualification, it's, it exceeds, it, I think it was, it was run by Baduk club and it exceeds everything like I've, I've seen out of North America, like the Western go scene, like. In terms of just like the production quality, um, the organization of it, there were so many amazing guests and streamers and YouTubers uh, that came in to commentate. Of course, there's lots of room for improvement. Um, I would love to see better shots of the actual event. Um, the, the video quality of the actual event was not not great. Um, there was obviously audio issues. They're still working a lot of kinks out, some connection issues, um, but overall it was it was really well done um they clearly put a lot of thought into trying to set it up correctly and so i'm really happy about that whole thing because it should it needs to be better like our publish like the publicity of go in north america needs to be better we need to have better mics better streaming quality better commentary better interactivity we need all of that just look at look at chess. Look at where chess is right now. It's miles ahead of Go right now. And we, we need to get up there if we want anyone to start playing this game. <laughs> and, um, we'll see. Because this is this is really optimistic. I, I really liked Baduk Club's coverage of this whole thing. Um, and I'm excited to see more. So uh, with that, I think I'll just leave it... Uh, here i don't know if i introduced the podcast i probably did i'm sorry i have short-term memory loss 
But this podcast, I mean, it's called Starpoint, and we are going to talk about Go. That's pretty much it. I think I kind of remembered saying something about that earlier on. In any case, if I did, I said it again. Starpoint. I'll see you in the next episode. So keep playing Go. See ya. Thank you.